You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. I am your host, Isaac Watson, and uh, we are off to an amazing year so far. We have uh, just entered into the month of March and I'm excited about what this year has to bring. I'm excited about giving you all some some fresh content uh, this year and diving in into new topics. Um, what I want to do in, in the start of this uh, episode is I want to admonish you to send me in some uh, some topics that you would like me to cover. Um, I I, uh, I do want to be able to uh, hear some of your thoughts, some of your concerns, uh, even within the church, uh, within the culture. Um, whatever the case may be, I want to be able to hear some of your thoughts, some of your concerns, some of your questions, um, and just being able to, I want to be able to open up conversation and dialogue uh, regarding various topics, and you play a big part in that. So go ahead, uh, you can go to my website, IsaacWatsonMinistries.com, and you can send me uh, an email, you can send me a message, let me know that you are a listener, and whatever topic you'd like me to cover, and I'll do my best to try to cover them as they come in. I also want to admonish you um, to take some time, and uh, right now, if you can, and rate Church Talk with Isaac. I have so many listeners, and uh, I want to be able to uh, I, I want to be able to spread this platform, the knowledge of this platform, uh, and make more people aware of uh, of of this channel. And that is done through visibility and visibility is created through your partnership. And one of the ways that you partner is by actually um, rating this platform and also leaving a review. It makes it more visible um, to those who may be looking for platforms such as this. And we want to uh, be more visible. So thank you. Take a moment and do those things. Uh, 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 rate it and also leave a review. And then I also want you to, if there were any particular episodes that stood out to you that that were a blessing to you, that opened up your eyes, um, uh, that brought a different perspective to you, or you just thought it was just a good episode, um, don't be afraid to share it. I want you to share um, this, this, uh, this platform, and I also want you to share whatever episode that you believe can be a blessing to someone else and make them aware of it. So you can share it through text message, through uh, posting it onto your social media, and all of those things help uh, with this platform. So thank you all so very much for that. I want to go ahead and jump into today's topic, uh, today's conversation. And I, I don't believe, and, and it's ironic because this is actually a big part of my passion, a big part of my ministry, um, but I don't believe that I've done a topic exclusively uh, on this subject. So today I actually want to talk about um, supernatural healing. Um, depending on, on, on where you fit within the church, depending on your background within the church, I've had conversations with people who believe wholeheartedly that God is a healer. Um, I've, I've, I've had conversations with devout Christians who believe that sickness is something that God gives people in order to um, to build their character, to teach them a lesson, um, to teach them to rely on God's grace. And of course, one of the scriptures that we hear is God's grace is sufficient in our weakness. Um, you hear that uh, of, from, from Paul's writing. Uh, we also hear uh, people talk uh, from Paul's writing again 
of regarding a thorn in his flesh that was given to him, a minister of Satan that was sent to buffet him. Um, as you know, same, same, same story. Both of those verses come from the same story. And I've heard people say that, that, you know, there's many cases where sickness may be given as a thorn, um, in their flesh or a thorn in, 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 in an individual's flesh, uh, as a, as a minister of Satan that's been sent, sent to buffet them or allowed to buffet them. And I just want to kind of speak to this because I believe if we need to understand the true nature of God, I believe one of the ways to get to that is by asking the right type of questions, the right type of questions. So I want to talk today about whether or not it's God's will for everyone to be healed, whether or not it's God's will for everyone to be healed. And then I want to actually ask a countering question. Because I think if we look at that, we also have to look at the at, at the polar opposite of that and ask this question, whether or not it's God's will for anyone to be sick. Now, when you ask that question, it kind of brings a different light to the first question, because if you are to say that it's, 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 that it's not God's will for everyone to be healed, then you, you are also saying that it's God's will for some people to be sick. And if it's God's will for some people to be sick then can God truly be Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals? I've never heard a characteristic of trait or trait of God as the God who makes sick. God, one of the natures of God is as Rapha, the God who heals. And I believe that within the church, we have to begin to create a context uh, for healing because I believe, and, and I've seen it even in uh, my ministry, I've seen it in the ministry of so many other people where many people have received their healing, supernatural healing, um, deliverance, and breakthrough um, by supernatural means. Now, I'm not, I'm not against medicine. I believe that healing takes on different forms, and medicine can be a form of healing. I don't think that God is anti-medicine. And I believe that you can have extremes on certain cases where you'll, tell, you'll have people that tell uh, uh, individuals, don't take your medicine, um, don't go to the doctor, don't, you know. And I believe that some of those cases can be very extreme because God does use medicine to heal. But I also do not believe that medicine should be a substitution um, to the healing power of God, the supernatural healing power of God. And really what I want this episode to be is a means of stirring your faith and causing you to contend for the healing virtues of God. Uh, in our church alone, we've seen, uh, we've seen those who have had uh, issues in their hearing, uh, deafness and partial deafness healed. We've seen bone degenerative uh, diseases healed, arthritis healed, tumors um, dissolved. We've seen uh, many different reports uh, come from many different people regarding how God has healed supernaturally, um, whether it's skin disease, whether it is eczema, whether it is bone disease, whether it is heart disease, whether it is dealing with, with blood pressure or whatever it may be, we have seen uh, many different things heal, and I don't believe that we are a minority. I believe that healing is taking place in many churches all around the world, but one of the things that hinders healing from happening in churches is the lack of revelation and accepting uh, Jesus 
uh, as the one who heals. And one of the things that we have to begin to do is not to cre- we have to we have to we have to not create um, our paradigms, our patterns, our blueprints, our doctrines around our experience. And one of the things that we have to begin to do is cause our experience to begin to conform itself to the, 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 the agenda of God, the agenda and standard that's presented before us, which is Jesus Christ. And one of the things that we have to know about Jesus and the ministry, I'm talking about the physical ministry, the physical life of Jesus, where he walked upon the earth for 33 years, had three and a half years of public ministry. And one of the things that we have to know about Jesus and the min- in relation to the ministry of healing is that Jesus, and you can, I don't care if you look in the Gospels, or any other document um, of the book of Acts where we where we where we read about the Acts of the Apostles, there was never an occurrence. There was never a case where Jesus turned anyone down or anyone away from receiving healing. Now, let me say that again, because what this does is, again, it creates our standard. It creates it creates the standard that we should we, that we should strive for the standard that we should look to. Uh, to manifest. Jesus never turned anyone away that came to him for healing. Now, I've heard I've heard claims that, you know, Jesus would go into a town and it would say not many people were healed. And that's and that's very true. The scriptures would say in Matthew, I believe, 13, verse 58, that Jesus could not perform many miracles because of their unbelief. Um, But this is the thing. Him not performing many miracles is not the same as him not healing everyone that came to him. Their unbelief stopped them, I believe, from coming to him. And I believe that those who came to him were healed. But it does not mean that he would go into the city and heal absolutely everyone. Because let me say this, uh, uh, especially pertaining to today's culture um, and, and some of the things that I've seen, um, whether whether people reject a healing or people may be healed, but then they they may see symptoms or certain things come back after a span of time. Now, this is not for everyone, but this is for some people. And quite frankly, some people honestly would rather not receive their healing from God. As crazy as that may sound, there are many people who would rather not receive healing from God. They live in unbelief. And for some people, that would mean if they if they received healing from God, as as petty as this may sound, that would mean that they have to give up. Um, They would have to give up their 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 uh, their handicapped parking spot. That means that they would have to give up their their governmental checks that they're receiving, their government assistance. Uh, But really what they need is a renewing of the mind because people are willing to compromise their healing for the sake of their comfort, their comfort, for the sake of their comfort and uh, and uh, for, for the sake of the accommodations that come with them being sick or having uh, 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 and an, uh, either an ailment, an injury, whatever the case may be. And I want to say that we need the renewing of the mind. There are there are many things that God wants to perform in the earth. But just like he said in Matthew 13, 58, he cannot do it because of our unbelief. It does not mean that Jesus would turn us away, but is that we actually can turn him away because we don't want to receive what he has set in place for us. 
I believe that the healing ministry should be something that is common and, and should become more common uh, in many churches today. And this is the thing. As someone who who uh, who believes uh, in healing, who believes in the miraculous power of God, who believe in the casting out of demons and deliverance ministry, I see it all the time, but this is the thing, because sometimes what happens is someone would get discouraged if they pray for someone, if they believe God for something, and if they do not see it happen right away, I've seen many people get discouraged because of it. But I want to say this, it, there, been, there have been times where I have prayed for people and I have not seen them get healed right away. There have been times where I pray for people and I've seen them uh, I've seen them not sustain their healing. There have been times where I've prayed for people and absolutely nothing has happened. And I want to say this, y'all. I don't believe that that is a reason to get discouraged. I believe that that is that is a reason and a means to continue to contend for the healing manifestations of God and the kingdom of God to break into our realm. Uh, uh, it's a mandate for us to continue to contend until we see what he has said come to pass. We do not limit um, our experience or we do not limit God and bring him down to the level of our experience. We elevate, we heighten our experience, our expectation to align itself with what God has declared something should be until we begin to see that thing manifest. So I'll continue to pray. I'll continue to ask God to release his healing power. I'll continue to, to uh, hallelujah, I'll continue to pray that God's kingdom is manifested until I begin, I'll continue to pray for people and lay hands on the sick and believe God for their healing. I'll continue to do those things. And if I don't see it the first time, I'm gonna pray again. If I don't see it the second time, I'm gonna pray again until I begin to see breakthrough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray and believe God for them, whoever they may be. I'm going to believe God for them, believe God for their healing, for their breakthrough, whatever they're believing God for, because I don't believe that any sickness is God's will. I don't believe it. I don't believe that there's any line of thought, any line of scripture um, um, that can that that can point to Jesus, um, the one who makes sick. I believe that Jesus is a healer. I believe that I believe that that Jesus does not will for anyone to be sick. And if he doesn't will for anyone to be sick, that means he, he wills for everyone to be healed. Now, whether or not they receive that healing in this life, there are many factors that can play into that. And this can turn into a whole series of teachings, series of, of podcast episodes regarding that. Um, but I believe that there's no one answer as to why someone may not see results. But I've seen so many different scenarios play out where I've prayed. Listen, I've, I've prayed for someone. I've prayed for people to receive healing. And, and I, it seemed like I wasn't getting any breakthrough. I wasn't getting anywhere with it. But then by word of knowledge, God would tell me, Hey, they need to, they have unforgiveness in their heart. They need to forgive this person. They need to let go of that. And I would, I would present it to the individual. They would, they would renounce some things. They would, they would, uh, they would feel liberated, um, because they've let go of some things that they were holding on to. I would pray for them again and then healing would happen. There are many different. That's just not the only scenario. There are many different scenarios that explains why things may not happen. Um, but then, quite honestly, 
because I'm not Jesus, he's my standard, he's my example, I'm pressing to be more like him, uh, um, I, I know I'm in his image, I know I'm in his likeness, I'm reconciled to God, um, but, but I'm still going through the process, I believe it's a daily process of renewing the mind um, day by day and conforming into his image day by day and being shaped and receiving his nature more and more, I believe that I don't have all the answers. Um, so there may be reasons that I don't even know. Um, but there may be things that may be revealed over time as to why things may not be manifesting the way that we desire for them to manifest. But I do believe one thing. I believe that God is faithful. I believe God is a healer. I don't believe God puts sickness on people, but God wills for everyone to be healed. I believe that some sicknesses and diseases and disorders are demonic. I believe there are some that may be self-inflicted. I believe there are some things that happen by accident. If you slip on ice and if you break your arm, the devil didn't the devil didn't push you. You slipped on ice. An accident happened and you broke your arm. However, just because it wasn't caused by the devil doesn't mean that God still will not heal it. I mean, there's so many different things that we can dive into. Uh, on this topic, because I believe that God is a healer, regardless of the scenario, regardless of what caused it. I believe God's desire is for you to be healed. So listen, I hope that this encouraged you. I want you to begin to contend that the healing power of God begins to manifest in your life in a more excellent way. I want you to be courageous. I want you to take upon another level and spirit of boldness that you will, will just not pray for people in, in, the, in the secret place, in your in your closet at home, but that you literally pray for people, that you will walk up to people, that you have the courage to pray for people that you know may be sick, whether it's in your church, whether it's on the street, whatever it may be. It's not something that's just set aside for evangelists or apostles or fivefold ministry gifts or anything like that. Healing is the children's bread and healing is for the believer. Um, Mark chapter 16, it says these signs will follow them that believe. In my name, they'll cast out devils. They, they will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, so forth and so on. But it says that these signs will follow them that believe. If you are a believer, these are the signs that are intended for you. Just not to receive, but for you to move in, for you to operate in, so that the goodness of God can be revealed. So listen, I hope this encourages you. I hope this puts a charge in you that you'll go forth and manifest who God has called you to be as a conduit of his kingdom, that you'll be kind, yeah, be kind, be nice, be generous, be all those things, but also be a conduit of his supernatural strength, his supernatural workings and movings. Don't think you're not worthy. Don't think you're unqualified or disqualified or whatever the case may be, because God does want to move through you. All right, listen, I'm Isaac Watson. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. Uh, I love you all. I'll talk to you all soon. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking Donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.